This is Malotsky on Money with Stan and Lee Malotsky from the SHM Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Stan and Lee provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Malotsky on Money with your hosts, Stan and Lee Malotsky. Good morning, everyone. This is Lee Malotsky from the SHM Financial Group welcoming you to this today's uh, Malotsky on Money podcast. We have with us Mr. Stanley H. Malotsky. Uh, good, good morning, everyone. And Mr. Anthony Tony Shore. Yeah, I'm here. I, I'm excited. Uh, it's going to be a great show today. I know we were talking a little bit before we started today about what topics we wanted to cover, and uh, you've got a great show planned for us, Lee. I know you do, and Stan, you've got some stuff to share. But hey, we were talking about how great the fall weather is. I love the crisp air. I've been getting a lot of work done here. Uh, Stan, have you been keeping busy? I'm not getting a lot of work done, but yes, I'm very, bu- <laughs> very busy, very oh, busy. Yeah, well, I know Lee's been the busiest out of all of us. No, uh, it's, yeah, you're, it, you're the busiest one. No, I, it's got to he, be. He's juggling uh, his, his twin girls doing their uh, Zoom schooling, and then his district decided that it's only half days. So they have. Oh, it's wow. Really, and they change from week to week. It's very. It's it's no, it's wonderful. <laughs> it's a mess, isn't it? I, it's the same yeah. way with our kids. It's yeah. just it's a mess right now with school, and I feel for all the parents out there, especially with younger kids. I mean, what, my wife and I are fortunate. Our youngest is fifteen, so well, it's uh, they're on, they're on their own at that point. Yeah, you know? so there's not a lot of help that they need from us or that they can do. But even even my uh, daughter, who's seventeen, is a senior this year. You know, she keeps she goes into school, but then they tell her not to. And she's trying to it's really hard for them to focus on their classes. I can't even fathom what it would be like to have elementary age kids at this point. Yeah. Uh, Call me after the show, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) They used to have. Uh, Yeah. He used to have a full head of hair. Now it's it's getting thinner and thinner. What's that TV? What's that old movie called? High Anxiety. Oh yeah, High Anxiety, the Mel Brooks film, right? Yeah, Mel, yeah. High yeah. Anxiety. Yeah, I'm living La Vida Loca in that one. Well, with that yeah. in mind, Lee, let us. Uh, yeah, let's talk about get, a little aristocracy, a little aristocrats, a little getting paid to wait, being patient. Um, you know, today's uh, world we live in is uh, a little on edge. I just spoke to some a client yesterday. His he just had a grandchild. He didn't, but his uh, son son's wife had a grandchild they're all living with him the other daughters moving from center city philadelphia back over to south jersey i mean things are a mess in every capacity but life goes on so we have to figure out how with interest rates as low as they are where do we go and what do we do and how do we plan and um you know you still have to sit down and think about how how you best strategize and plan because your retirement is right there ahead of you um, and you make sure that you have a proper exit strategy. Sounds like a book. Yeah, I think we should write another one. 
in conjunction with the one we did. That'll give cool. me something to do during this. I, uh, uh, what's uh, what's your current book called for our listeners out there? Exit Strategies for a Secure and Profitable Retirement. Exit wow. Strategies for a Secure Retirement. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's great. We mentioned a little bit about aristocracy, aristocrats. There is something called the S&P 500 Dividends Aristocrats. So what actually is that? The dividend aristocrats are the S&P 500 index that incre- that the companies or the constituents that have increased their dividend payouts for 25 consecutive years or more. The S&P dividend aristocrats index was launched by the S&P 500 about 15 years ago in 2005 and has, and has historically outperformed the S&P 500 with lower volatility over longer investment timeframes. So really something interesting to consider in today's world. It's a perfect hedge to balance out what someone is doing in their overall individual selections, no question about it. And there's a way to do it, which you will explain to them in a few minutes about how you can do that and never have to worry about a declining stock market. So I looked at some of the prices of some of these stocks, you know, some, some on the crazy upside, some on the crazy downside. Some of these energy st- companies have just been annihilated. Some of these other companies have, you know, the stay-at-home stocks um, have just gone bonkers. So there's a lot of opportunity and a lot of pitfalls <clears throat> ahead of us, but we have to look if we're looking for retirement ideas to some of the companies that perhaps have been beaten up a little bit. Um, one of the most major of all companies has currently a, over a, t- a 10% dividend yield. That 10%. That's and amazing. You, and you could purchase a basket of these companies that have an average return of close to 10% in a basket in what is called an ETF that in turn spreads the risk around a little bit. And you can also acquire these things through a tax-deferred vehicle, which is called what, Lee? A tax-deferred annuity. Which has an index. So how, how, does, how does that work? What do you mean well, the index, an income? The index that they monitor the potential gains in is the S&P aristocrats. So you can have an, an deposit that you're guaranteed not to have a loss and you get a percentage of the gains each year based on the Standard & Poor Aristocrat Index. Hmm. So you get the best of both worlds. You don't get all the gain, but you never get any of the loss. And if you tie this in to a planning feature, which has a nominal cost, which is guaranteeing an income feature, which increases each year regardless of the performance of the individual account itself. Again, it's something people should consider, people should look at, people should be exposed to, and it is something that if anybody has an interest, just call 1-800-MONEY, M-O-N-E-Y-S-H-M, ask for some information, and we'll be more than happy to get it to them. Let's talk about that. We'll get, we'll get around to talking about that in a little bit more detail as we, as we talk about some of the stuff in the show, but Social Security. So the earliest somebody can um, receive Social Security, which is a form of 
retirement income, obviously, from m- most people in this country. Um, at age 66, 60, right around 66 is well, full, can, full retirement. All right, you can't start at 62, but yes, that is correct. So if you did start at 62, you'd get you'd get a little noodle on the, on the wrist. Yeah, you get about so, 70% of what you would normally get if you waited till 66. Yes, so, it's, so let's, I think it's actually 75, but 70, 75%. Mm-hmm. So if you, you were co- to collect $1,000 a month at age 66, you would get 750 bucks a month um, at age 62 for four years, right? For those four years leading up to the gap of to 66. No, you'd get it. That's it. Once you take it, that's your well, I understand it, but that, that, that's the gap. That's the, mm-hmm. you get 75, $7,500, $750 a month right. for four years leading up to the age 66. And then mm-hmm. it continues versus waiting till age 66 thousand dollars a month or if you wait a little bit longer till age 70 you would get 1300 and change a month so that that is a form of just what we're talking about today getting paid to wait if you mm-hmm. as i say if if you can get to 70 you get paid eight percent per year to wait to take social security from age 66 to 70 so instead of getting a thousand a month for the rest of your life you would get 1300 a month. You would get 8% each year more the longer you wait. That's true, but of course, keep in mind, when that person passes away, that's it. Versus some of the other options where you can collect an income from some of the different vehicles that are available. And if something happens to that person, the money continues to be paid based on the value of the account to the name beneficiaries. So don't wow. confuse things. Everybody's entitled to social security, right? Most, most people, except for certain government yeah. employees, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, so when you're strategizing and trying to figure out what makes the most amount of sense, Tony, tell us a little bit about, for one second, we have a social security max report yep, available. Yep, social security maximization report. Uh, it is amazing because it does over 20,000 different calculations. You just enter in I know that you guys run it for so many people and can run it for our listeners out there, and it'll tell them when that sweet spot is based on their personal information. Uh, You know, you look at things like their full retirement age, their current age, things like that, uh, and just enter there's a few pieces of Social Security information, and then it gives all the, the spousal strategies and a lot of different filing strategies to maximize how much they get from Social Security each month. And uh, it, it's kind of a no-brainer, and a lot of people leave money on the table uh, when they could be getting more. So uh, I think it's a great report, and I know that you can run that for any of our listeners at no cost if they just set up a complimentary, no-cost, no-obligation consultation or strategy session with you. You'll sit down, look at where they're at, run the report. How can our listeners get a hold of you to set that up? Uh, it's very complicated. They just pick up the phone, and they dial one 800-MONEY, M-O-N-E-Y-S-H-M. Ask for Lee or myself, Stan, and we will make sure that they get that report by filling in a variety of different information, and that report will go to them, and then we will help them decide what would be the best thing for them to do under the various circumstances. And again, getting paid to wait from age 62 to 66, from 66 to 70, there is about an 8% from, definitely 8%, from 
866 to age 70 get paid 8% per year in a deferred compensation fashion. You get 8% per year higher each year that you wait from age 66 to age 70. So 1,000 a month at age 66, 1,300 a month starting at age 70. If you waited till 70, you'd give up those four years of receiving income, but you get 1,300 a month starting at age 60, at age 70. Yeah, but if you put that money that you got into the uh, bank and not debating it, that. Da, 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 you, you can work a combination of different things. So the point is, everybody is different. Everybody needs to do their own social security maximization report to determine what is the best thing for them because everybody is different. So let's side by side compare that to what we talked about with a defer with with us, utilizing that concept with an annuity. So some of the annuities today that we work with um, on occasion for people in retirement, whether it's an IRA or a Roth IRA for that matter, or non-qualified monies that people don't necessarily need at the moment, but are looking perhaps down the road to draw an income from, they have the same idea, the same concept that social security has from age 66 to 70 or 62 to 66 for that matter. The longer you wait to turn on the income from that annuity, the higher the income payout. And that payout would get paid to you and or your spouse um, as long as you're living. You can you can elect an in individual income, you can elect a joint income, but that income is a lifetime income paid from that deposit, from that annuity. And at your passing, however, which is a little different than Social Security, a lot different, um, the remaining monies in that annuity deposit are passed on to your name beneficiary. Very, very different. So in retirement, we want to try and add some certainty in uncertain times that we're living in today. One of the ways to do that is to utilize some of the aristocratic um, theory utilizing the S&P 500 uh, aristocrats concept. Another one of the ideas is to utilize a tax deferred annuity utilizing an income feature that allows that income factor to continue to accumulate. I, I've seen them go all out as, as far as 10 years from the data deposit. But anytime along that road, should you elect to receive an income, single or joint or however it's paid out, um, you may turn that income on. Or you could purchase a basket of income-producing stocks and get an income flow, you know, from that as well. As long as you understand that that value can uh, occasionally go down in value, hopefully it would go up, and the, the the dividend factor would continue to pay. But again, everybody has a different risk tolerance, and that's important that you know your risk tolerance to determine which of these vehicles or combinations thereof make the most sense. Just like it's important when you calculate what you're doing, you sit down with your attorney, you make sure that you have certain estate planning things that you have done. There are a lot of mistakes that we see over, we have seen over the years that people have made by not coordinating a variety of different things. For example, not updating your beneficiaries, having people named as beneficiaries that are no longer with us, or you're putting certain things as a beneficiary to a minor who can't get paid that money, and then it has to go into a variety of different things before they would get that money. Or you haven't made the process of having a health power of attorney or a financial power of attorney along with your will. And again, sometimes 
if you do have one of these features or one of these programs in an annuity, uh, you name your estate or an individual, or you name your estate rather than an individual as the beneficiary, that results in complications and some tax loss of benefits if you named an individual. And of course, not having a will is a disaster. One of the most important things to look at, if you have a 401k plan, how the beneficiaries are named, especially if there's a divorce situation. We had the classic case about 12 months ago. A client had a 401k plan. He'd been divorced for probably 15, 16 years. Decided that he was going to leave the company and he wanted to take the 401k plan money, roll it over to into one of our series of managed accounts through our entity that we use, which is a company called Pershing. We set up all the paperwork. He went through the process, make a long story very short. They came back to him and said, wait a second, uh, the beneficiary on this plan has to uh, opt out of what you're doing. And the beneficiary was his previous wife. And we're talking about $986,000. The wife, ex-wife, and he at this point weren't on the best of terms. So what do you think happened to that 401k? It is now, what, 18 months later? They're still arguing how he can get that money out, go to him. They're trying to make a settlement with the ex-wife. So the point we're making you have an ex-spouse, make sure that they have been taken care of and that they are no longer the beneficiary of any of the accounts that you possibly have. Part of the estate planning, putting your ducks in order, so to speak. Yeah, that's critical. I mean, it is unbelievable. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Beneficiary designations are so important. And I was always, I was shocked to learn from you guys that, you know, we've talked about it before that a beneficiary designation takes precedent over anything that's in the will. That so if I correct. say, hey, I want, you know, my son to receive uh, this, uh, this account uh, when I die, I want the money in this account or this insurance policy or, uh, or this investment to go to my son. I say that in my will, but I forgot to change the beneficiary designation from, you know, a deceased right. spouse or sure. an ex-wife right. or whatever it would be in that case, you know. Right. That, the, that's the, not good because the beneficiary designation will take precedent. Absolutely correct. Absolutely. And it's important that you, you know, get together with whoever you're handling your estate as far as an attorney is concerned and make sure that they are aware of all these different things. When we sit down with a client, we make sure that, uh, the client gives us the verbal and written okay to send the information to uh, either their spouse, not, not sorry, their spouses, but their children, grandchildren, whoever, and also their accountant and attorney to make sure we are all on the same page. That well, sounds said. good. Well, there's a lot of estate planning mistakes that people make, and I know that's something you help your clients avoid and can help our listeners avoid out there. And Lee. Uh, you know, I love the fact. I love the fact that we're talking about aristocrats. It's awesome uh, as well. That's a that was a good point. I, I yeah. that's a unique angle to take. 
That's part of our job, looking for unique <laughs> unique angles to take. I mean, once in a while, I bring something to the table. Yes, you do. Yeah, and you yes, did you today. Do. You brought yes. it. Uh, yes, you, you brought do. it, Lee. Uh, well, as, they said, guys, as they once said, it's a really big show. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, little Ed Sullivan, right? Uh, okay, <laughs> so guys, uh, we're almost out of time for today's show. Lee, is there anything you want to add before we go today? Now just uh, line up your ducks, give us a call, 1-800-MONEY-SHM, 1-800-M-O-N-E-Y-S-H-M, um, or visit us online, shmfinancial.com. Thanks for listening to our podcast today, and uh, more to come. See you next week, guys. Thanks, great show. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Malotsky on Money with our hosts, Stan and Lee Malotsky. Thank you for listening to Malotsky on Money. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Stan and Lee Malotsky at the SHM Financial Group. Call 856-854-2224 or visit them online at shmfinancial.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Investment advisory services offered through Malotsky Tax Advisory Group, LLC, a New Jersey registered investment advisor. Insurance products and services are offered through SHM Financial Group. Malotsky Tax Advisory Group, LLC, and SHM Financial Group are affiliated companies. Stan Malotsky, Lee Malotsky, Malotsky Tax Advisory Group and the SHM Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. 